Welcome everyone to The Mediocre Place. I'm Naomi. And I'm Vanessa. Did you catch how I almost forgot the name of our show? <laughs> I know. It's, it's like weekly, but I'm still like, oh yeah. I had right. to like quickly glance down. To like... <laughs> yeah. So that's how I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's getting weirder and weirder every yeah. week as this goes by. It has. Most definitely. I feel like I probably feel it a little less right now because I'm moving. So like I always have something to do. And now I'm going to go into astrology real quick for a second. Fly by through there. But um, there's a huge shift I find when you go from a fire season, which was Aries, which was mostly uh, April most of April and now we just went into Taurus season which is earth so it like slows I it literally slows time I find like fire season goes by fast fast and then you switch quickly to to like an earth season and you're like oh is it still the same week <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like oh this is the same day like I find that the it's time Taurus slows season. down so we're uh I feel like this uh whole week uh, upcoming this not upcoming but before the move is gonna be way slower than I wanted to is my whole point to this yeah I completely forgot it's Taurus season yeah Taurus season oh so it's your BF is a uh, birthday soon mm-hmm. I love that now that I know everyone signs I like basically know when their birthday is I don't need to like remember dates. Yeah, but it's weird because he doesn't really care about his birthday, and I care about my birthday like a lot. Yeah, no shit, we're Leos. <laughs> excuse me, I'm important. Um, excuse me, <laughs> the entire week. See this pedestal? Yes, I want it. <laughs> he doesn't care about his birthday, so you're not gonna do much. Well, like I always do something, but I don't know if we're gonna still be like stuck at home if we're stuck at home we're not going to do very much because it's the late late uh, core season it's like the end of the no it's may 12th oh we're definitely still (laughs) gonna be quarantined i mean so i was like well if we're still stuck like i'll get a i'll get some wine and i got him a couple things that are hopefully going to come in the mail in the next year or so the next year yeah Uh right right okay so on this week's episode, we're discussing a few of Judd Apatow's movies, because clearly we're a real big fan. And I will also be trying to convert Vanessa into <laughs> slightly enjoying <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> like, I can. Okay, like Harry Potter, when I was younger, my we were four girls and we were best friends and we all watched the Harry Potter movies together. They all read them. I couldn't be bothered because I was like, I can't get into this. I can't Sorry. Even believe the words that are coming out. Of I can never read the books. I And I used to read all the time, but I couldn't read Harry Potter. I was like, I can't get into it. But the movies, totally into. Love them. And then the last movie that came out, because we grew up, we're all the same age, right? Yeah. So, like, we were the same age as them when the last movie came out. Like, we're all the same age. So, it's like, we were watching it. We all watched it in the theater together. And it was kind of just, like, an end of an era. 
we're for like, sure. oh my God, we're grownups now. Like we're adults. We were like 18. <laughs> we're like, we're adults. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter is over. <laughs> like, but that's why it was just like, I could get into Harry Potter because it was something I did with someone. Mm-hmm. And like this group of girls, we just like watched it all together. They're still obsessed. I'm obviously not. Not. But like when I was a kid growing up, we were all like doing this thing together and Harry Potter was a thing we went to go see or talk about. Yeah. It's something that like kept it was like a glue almost it was like the glue and it was like it was sad when it all ended too you know like when we went to go see the last movie we're like wow we're like adults now and like this is the last time the last movie or just kind of like sad but yeah yeah i mean i get it but it still doesn't explain why you don't like fantasy or science fiction Lord uh, of the Rings was beautiful. Too long. Listen, I'm gonna get into it later. I think we should start with Apatow. You know, yay! At least the uh, what's the whatever it doesn't matter. <laughs> I lose every expression. It's like I lose the ability to speak English when I'm recording. You just forget everything, even though I it's written down in front of you. You're like, I forgot. <laughs> I know. This is why I'm a writer. I think because I have time to think when I'm writing. And when it's like public speaking, it's like, <gasps> like it is public speaking, but like we're literally only talking to each other right now, technically. <laughs> I know. So annoying. Anyway, so I didn't have time to rewatch Bridesmaid, but you did. Such a good film. Do you have any feelings about this rewatching? Because when I first watched it, it like just came out. Yeah. And like I'd never been in like, a serious relationship or like no one was getting married in my friend group because yeah. I don't know I don't remember when it came out but I was young I was like we 19 not, maybe yeah yeah it wasn't that long ago but I was 19 so I was like no one's getting married what are you talking about so I couldn't relate but Kristen Wiig's character now yeah. I can relate <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I get you I'm that crazy person you know <laughs> and it's just like it makes sense like her whole how she was a baker and like her shop got closed and then her boyfriend left her because she they lost all their money and all that stuff and then when that new guy tried to like make her bake again she's like I just don't want to and like I get that yeah you know when like something happens to you like something you're so passionate about and then like it just gets ripped from you yeah you don't really want to like jump back into it you're just kind of just like no just like let me grieve exactly (laughs) don't make me do something that like, I know I love it and I still love it, but don't push me to do it now. I'm not ready, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I was like, ah, I feel that. I feel that. And like, and like the whole like friendship, the girl friendships and stuff like that. Like I can't also Wilson Phillips and that song at the end, I was like, it's my jam right there. I was like singing along in the living oh, room and Nick was like looking at me like what is wrong with you? And I was like you don't know this song? I feel like you have old people's tastes. I you do. Have, yeah. Which is amazing. I love it. Um but I'm an old person in like not an old person's body. But sometimes yeah, my body is pretty old. <laughs> I need a new one, but they don't do that oh, yet. Oh, we've been so. waiting for it in the post definitely. It's you know, and maybe in the next few years. Maybe. You're gonna have the option. You never know. Who knows? Just like that that show, Altered Carbon. <gasps> Didn't see that. You know why? Because it's science fiction. Um, oh, there you go. That makes so sense. Good. 
but it's so good. Okay, anyways, I'll get into that later. Um, speaking of, actually, it's funny that you watched Bridesmaid because I saw, you know, the the uh, the actor she falls in love with? Oh, I love him. I love him too. And then I saw him in something else and I was like, that's one of one of the other like actors that you don't really remember when when he shows up you're like oh my god this guy is so funny like he's literally in every single one of judd apatow's movies somehow now i'm saying it i'm realizing that that's what it is because i saw him in this is 40 yeah yeah but you'll notice melissa mccarthy is also in a lot of his movies yeah always like small little cameos but yeah yeah and I yeah. love her relationship with her husband. Her husband's I in like cannot, of, I can't. My favorite thing. Every time there's a new Melissa McCarthy movie, I'm like, when what is he gonna do? It's gonna be the worst. It's so good. They're so cute. It's like their relationship outside of movies is like the same in the movies. It's amazing. <laughs> it reminds me of uh Ron Swanson and his well, his name is not Ron Swanson. <laughs> no. Nick Offerman and um, was, Megan Megan Mulally or Mulally. She, uh, I was watching an interview with him yesterday, and he seems so in love, like still after like two years. I know. There's like Goal. like even in the show in Parks and Recreation, they're like chemistry. <laughs> they like fucking hate each other so much, but you're like. You can never act that way if you don't actually truly love the person. Exactly. <laughs> it was so good. But this is 40. Yeah. So I did rewatch that. And I have some feels because you t- you said the same thing where you were like, oh, wow, I relate to this a lot more now. Because when we first watched it, we weren't anywhere close to being 40 or no. being like a midlife crisis or wondering what we're doing with our lives. Well, I think you know. For me, I'm, like, married. And it's interesting because, like, I never see... I never consider me and Aldo, like, a married, you know, like, the married couple. But then you're married. But we're married. And, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I could see... Like, no, we don't have kids, but there was a lot of interactions that I was like, this is too close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's freaky because you're watching and you're like everything that's happening right now could happen like this makes sense like this is real yeah yeah it was a really good movie i forgot how much i love it and paul rudd is just continues to be my favorite and uh yeah i thought i was gonna be all cool and slick when i was like hey did you know it's her daughter and you're like it's actually both his daughters yeah i never mind because her daughter Iris, the younger one, I was like, oh my god, she's so young in this movie. And I was like, this movie was a very long time ago, Vanessa. Obviously, she's a child. Like, she's a teenager now. She's like 19 or 20. Oh my god, that's so weird. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm old. <laughs> I know. Like, literally yeah. saw this girl, like, grow up. But yeah, she's she has TikToks. Of course she does. Are you kidding she me? She pops on my feed. She there was a video the other day that I like found on TikTok. It was her doing that like shimmy thing and then clapping and moving out of the way. But yeah. it was her whole family. Oh my god! Gold. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, wow, you have just stellar but cast of a it's family. So easy to be famous on TikTok when you're like when your parents are. It's like fucking. I keep seeing. Uh... 
<laughs> oh no, you're doing it again. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm just gonna It's I'm happening. Gonna... <laughs> I'm just gonna say her name on the show, okay? Monica from Friends. Um Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Uh her daughter. And then Courtney Cox just like a shows up in the video and you're like, okay, well, this is very easy. <laughs> like, like, come on. Like you can't do you don't have to do much to get clout, you know? I think this is the first time I've used that word seriously. But I just can't believe that all of Judd Apatow's family is in his movies. Yeah. And they're like his daughters, his wife. Yeah. Because like Mode Mode Apatow is now on Euphoria. And like that's how I figured. I don't know why how I knew this and I saw it. Maybe I just saw him being like, Yeah, I'm really proud of her. And I was like, Oh, so cute. Yeah, that whole family just great they're yeah. great in all the movies like leslie mann i love her oh god i love her and in this is 40 i was like she's i'm her she's so i there's something about her voice i really love too her relationship with megan fox was just like when she was like feeling her boobs she was yeah. like wow i feel really bad about myself right now that's me <laughs> i love her. i was like you can't you can't like if megan fox went, walked into a room i would be like okay i'm gonna go eat my feelings honestly <laughs> I and I were talking and I was like I've never thought Megan Fox was like wildly attractive and he's like yeah me neither like it's not she's just probably not both of our types but like I've never she's I've just never hot seen the That's like it. crazy allure of Megan Fox she's just hot but like she's not hot now she was hot like yeah, back in the, the day 2000s. yeah because she didn't have any work done yet Early. Oh, did she get work done? Clearly. Yes. In New Girl, it's obvious. In New Girl, I don't think she's like she had some, but I think it was just her boobs. But like after that, you can see a picture from her Transformer days oh. and then look at a picture now and her face looks completely different. Mm. <laughs> she looks like a Barbie doll and it's terrifying. Her For face sure. is so like, like there's no flaws. <laughs> Yeah, that freaks me out a little. Like, as much as, like, I'm like, you do you, like, do whatever you want with your body. Like, it freaks me out a little. Like, when I see the, the like, transformation. Like, there's this girl on Jordy Shore. Do you know Jordy Shore? Okay, good. Thank you very much. If you're someone, Didn't for, say I watched it, but uh, I know. Well, it. then you've, you can't watch it now, though. It's interesting. Like, it, you sh it shows your age. Like, I capped. I capped with Doherty Shore. I watched it all of my 20s and my friend Mode watched it all. We all watched it together and we just can't watch it anymore because it's just too much. <laughs> like it's just, but when I used to watch it in my 20s, like all I would want after that is to go out and party because that's all they do anyway. Uh, but anyways, there was this girl and Jordy's who are from Newcastle are like, like known to be very, well, not everyone, but, like, most, like, a big portion of the girls are very, like, uh, into the, like, fake-looking aesthetic. And there was this one girl, Charlotte, and she was just my favorite. She was a Swedish. She was supernatural-looking. And then she got famous through Geordie Shore, and now she has her own show. And, like, it's so, she looks so different. It's, it's wild to me like it's you so don't have like a double chin when you go like this like i don't believe you're real 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but everyone has a double chin at some point when you like. Oh, I have my double chin. It's always right. But that's but that's what I'm saying. When they go like this and there's no double chin, I'm like, you're not real. <laughs> you're not real. <sighs> okay, so should I should I try to convince you? Okay, you can try. <laughs> And I know that what I'm gonna say, you're gonna be like, dude, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> also, every other time you tried to convince me to watch a show and then I watched it, I was traumatized after. So let's just remember that. Okay? The Good Wife, Veronica Mars, lost a lot of sleep, had nightmares, <laughs> woke up and I was like, every time I heard a bomb go off on a TV show that Nick was watching, I was like, ah! it's funny because when i was like oh wouldn't it be funny for me to like convince you to watch buffy the vampire slayer because it's fantasy but that's also very traumatizing (laughs) it's like you want me to be in as much pain as you were (laughs) but like now i'm like ramming all of these shows in like a very short period so like the trauma from one show just goes into another one and then i watch another one and it's just like a constant roller coaster of emotion i'm just like on the couch cradling myself to sleep (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let me live seriously but yeah buffy man i don't know if i've told you but like once my ex watched the entire show and told told me like that my personality literally stems from there. <laughs> like he's like, I was watching it, and he's like, "There's so much that resembles you." <laughs> I was like, "I don't know if that was a coincidence. <laughs> I don't know." But anyway, so the biggest thing—it's because the only reason I wanted to really bring it up is because when you said, "You said, uh." Well, it's not real, so I can't get into it, right? That's your whole issue with it? But, like, so in what way do you mean that? Like, because it cannot exist in our world, it like, you just, like, shut off? I think it's because maybe I can't relate to it. Like, right. the reason why I get into stuff or, like, I keep watching something is just, like, I relate to a character or I relate to, like, something happening or I'm laughing. So it's, like, keeping me, like entertained yeah whereas like harry potter was only a thing because like i watched it with my friends and they were like we were the same age as the characters in the movie like we're all the same age growing up like it was it was crazy because i was like hey cool we're all the same age that's not real but (laughs) we're the same age these are real people you know and like i'm watching it with my best friends so like i got into it but then after that it's like star wars was great the cinematics and like lord of the rings the cinematics it's beautiful like new zealand is amazing like I was like I want to go there because of this movie but I could never re-watch it because I was like one it's really long and two I'm just like this isn't real like I would love to ride horseback along these planes for like yeah. hours and hours but like I'm not going to go into bad like I'm sorry but like I know tons of people who are into fantasy and all that stuff and it's totally fine I'm just I have a hard time if I can't relate or I can't but don't you relate to the emotions, though? Because the emotions are all human. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's really interesting. So because for me, and I'm thinking, like, <clears throat> other people who are not writers feel the same. But, like, for me as a writer, 
it's more in the stories like the the it's because there's I've never okay I've always loved fantasy versus science fiction and there for sure there was a part of it was because there was this kind of escapism 100% definitely but then I also there's something about science fiction and I find that science fiction does it better because it kind of takes what we have now and kind of ask the question what if like what if in like a thousand years this would happen right and I feel like there's a huge there's a way to kind of convey messages like morals of the story that are better taken to the general public when it's like not real so it's like kind of or you can like um the metaphors are more you can kind of let's say you want to convey something about uh well okay let's take (laughs) Let's take Buffy the Vampire Slayer for a quick sec. <laughs> Let's just come back to that. <laughs> I feel like we're always going to come back to that. Of course. It's like literally the like <laughs> basis for everything in my life. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the, 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 the creator, Joss Whedon, used to say how like the high school so the high school in Buffy the Vampire Slayer is on a hell mouth so it's like directly connected to hell right so there's always fucking weird shit happening like mostly in the high school and that was obviously a metaphor for just high school being hell on earth (laughs) like in general so for me I just like the idea that you can kind of exaggerate something to get your point across that you can't do if you just like follow the basic construct of our reality quote unquote you know what I mean no I I understand that no I can I can I can I can get that and why it's appealing and like it's kind of interesting how they stretch it like that yeah make it something so like this is not real but it could be it could be and that's what really like that really interests me and science fiction especially interests me in that way because there's so much like what fascinates me is that like like let's take the writer Jules Verne that wrote those fucking books where I think one he went to space one he went uh like down in the water like a hundred what is the word it's like one of the most famous books ever it's like a thousand miles down the ocean oh my god <laughs> books like so that weird. People listen to this podcast and they're like, huh, I wonder what that book is. Naomi will know. And then they listen and they're like, no, she doesn't know. I'm going to type all these words into Google and hopefully something comes up. I used to laugh at my mom saying completely wrong, like being super close to what it was, but being completely wrong. And I'm realizing I'm getting closer and closer to that. But then I'm the one that knows everything and then just fills in the gaps. And then you're like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't really matter if I know the fucking word. Like, but what I my point was, he wrote those books when nothing he wrote in those books was actually possible. And then, like, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Thank you. There you go. I knew it was under the sea, but I didn't know how many. (laughs) Real close. (laughs) The you know the flavor of it was there, but uh. Yeah, all of these things, all of those things were impossible back then. And then cut through now, 
all these those things are possible. So it's like there's a there's a there's kind of a sense of like predicting the future through science fiction that I also find really fascinating because you never know. It's like when someone tells me, uh, well, I only believe in science. Do you only believe in science? I've never asked you that question. Do I believe in science? No, you only. Oh, no, 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 no. So I've had instances where people told me that and like, that's perfectly fine. Like we can all believe what we believe, but like what really gets to me for that is because I just find only believing in science so limiting because there's, you constantly, we constantly um, discover new things. And like 50 years ago, science was like completely different than now. So it's just, I don't know. It, like, well, that's just proof that things change and things exactly. can adapt and things can happen. So if you're so closed yeah. onto one thing, how can you appreciate everything else that's changing around you? So there's no, so I think it's the open-mindedness that I like about it too, because like, and maybe that's because that's how my brain works. Like I've always said that I'm most likely probably going to write a science fiction novel at one point in my life because it's really interesting to me to think about the future and think about like the what ifs of this would happen or like what if this would happen and then that would change but like what's really becoming super boring I find is these like dystopian novels (laughs) because like they're all the same trope like, okay, we get it. We fucked up society and now we have a shitty society. Like, we get it. <laughs> yeah. We get it. Like, if I you look at uh, Hunger Games and the Divergent series, the story in general is different, but, like, how it begins is literally the same thing. <laughs> like, exact same thing. I, like, I watch those, but I only watch them because I read the books. The and Divergent then- series? No, Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. But I read the Hunger Games like a while before the movies came out. And then, I don't know, all the movies, all the movies about the end of the world and all that stuff, I could never get into because I was like, yeah, the world is going to end and it's 100% going to be our fault. Can you stop making movies about it? We get it. But that's the point. And that's my point. It's like they've like, at the beginning when like it was like, new information that was another kind of way of being like look at what we're doing through our society but like it's been said over and over and over that like people don't really even it's not mind-blowing or interesting anymore to be like yeah we're gonna fuck up earth like we get it <laughs> like we've already fucked up earth like it's like there's no going back now we can like try and do our part but like we've gone past the point of no return now yeah. So it's kind of just like these movies aren't serving a purpose. They're like, okay, yes, a yeah, huge exactly. tsunami is gonna like wipe out New York City. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's impossible. Think, but okay. When you think about it, uh, the Good Place is would be considered fantasy. Yes, but, but I, at the same time, when they, you know, when they were like doing the point system and stuff in the show, yeah. and like when you realize that, like everything you do yeah you can't really know if what you're doing is good or bad Mm -hmm. because like 
like they're saying like he bought an apple and he ate the apple but little did he know that apple wasn't organic and the person that grew those apples was like a slave and like wasn't getting paid enough here like so you get minus 3000 points because of that but how do you yeah. know you yeah. know like everything you do in life every everything you do everything you say like has repercussions like but whether they're good or bad you've just proved my point though that they've taken something that is like relatable and that sends a fucking message through something as wild or not ludicrous but like as the good place but i think i think i know what it is for you you like you're you don't it's the seriousness of certain fantasies and science fictions i think that you don't like because you're not a big drama person yeah exactly no i'm a, i'm i like i like to laugh and even when it's laughing because something is so like you know when something is relatable and you're like wow my life's like that and you laugh but you're yeah. kind of cringing mm -hmm. totally. that's the kind of thing but if i'm like watching something and it's serious and i'm sitting there and i'm like oh my god i'm not going to I need to feel good when I watch something on the TV, yeah. whether it's like feel happy or feel sad. I like that emotion more than anything because like my life, like my life is fine, but like there's all sorts of shit that I've gone through in my life that is just like, I don't want to deal with. And sometimes watching these things that are so serious and like science fiction is not bad. I've just never watched something that I'm interested in, like yeah. that altered carbon looks really good. Oh but we watched God. the trailer for it and Nick wants to watch it, but you I'm like, I don't know if I can watch it. It's no. So good. <laughs> the, first season, the second season I didn't get into because the thing about this, the, this show is that the whole premise is that we, they live in like a future where you can like literally take your consciousness out of your fucking body and put it into another body. So you're more or less eternal. So they change actors every season. And I really love, I really love oh. that actor, the first one, the in the first season. He also plays in Anna now. Did you ever did you watch Anna? It's very serious. I don't think you would watch it. It's such a good fucking show. Based on the movie Anna. Did you ever watch the movie Anna? No. Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> anyway. No. But like I think that's where I'm as much as I like I've watched Star Wars and we'll get into it a little bit but like my kind of science fiction is more the like cerebral science fiction like they like they call it like lo-fi or something else or where it's like they just change one thing in the movie that makes it science fiction but like mostly like the whole thing is like just like the OA oh my god Okay, I watched. I watched some of that. Ugh. It was see, I th the OA was just too intense for Ugh. me. It was oh like god. I was like exhausted after watching an episode. Oh my god! I know the first season and was like, pretty intense. Well, I mean, it's always intense, but like, you know what they did to us too? Like, it's canceled. So, oh yeah, it ended at the weirdest, amazing, mind blowing part, and now it's just canceled, and we're like. <gasps> But that girl, when they do that. the main actress of that show, wrote, directed, and produced that show. Okay, and she wrote another. She's really big on like the, on just tweaking something, and changing reality. So she had this other really beautiful movie 
and she plays in it where um, she lives in this reality where they discover this other earth, like okay. close to us, to them. And they realize that there's double of everything, like, but it's like a mirrored version of you or something. So it's like this whole question of like, who's the better you? And it's really interesting. It was really, so that's why I like those type of movies is because it makes you question things that I don't think our reality in general would make you question. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. No, but that's what they're there for yeah. to make you think about that stuff. Well, you know, Star Wars though, not really. Like no, Star Wars is just. But I'll tell you this though, like I don't know if you're into aliens or not. No, but I am into space. Okay. Well, then you have to be into aliens if you're into space. <laughs> but I like planets and stars and stuff like that. But, I'm like, but like, there could be other things living out there. Okay. But like, well, I don't open. really. You don't yes. know. Okay. No, I don't know. So the thing that I, like I've um, so there's this. I'm going to jump into a small, quick conspiracy, okay? <laughs> Just real quick, because it has to do with, with Star Wars and stuff, is that okay. um, they say that, like, Hollywood knows more than we do when it comes to, like, what's actually happening, quote-unquote. As in, like, they say that the CIA has a lot to do with what gets put out. So when it comes to, like, alien movies apparently a lot of these movies are actually quote-unquote true in a way but the general public just doesn't know about it because it's all covered up right and mm-hmm. they that they push out these movies to sort of make us comfortable with the idea that we're not alone right and Star Wars, I find, like, knowing that and having that in my brain, just, like, kind of mulling it over and watching Star Wars, I find it really interesting because I feel like that is, like, the ultimate level of, like, okay, we now live in a in a, in a reality where we can travel around space and we're, like, friends with a fucking alien <laughs> and everyone just mingles together and it's not just the human race and it's just, like that side of Star Wars I find really interesting but I think that's why people got into Star Trek and I've never ever been into Star Trek I've tried to but I don't know like pick your battles you know <laughs> there's so many Star Trek movies oh my god there's so many wasn't there like a show too yeah, a show there's a bunch of shows yeah um so yeah Star Wars I'm gonna get into it real fast real quick <laughs> Because there's two things I just want to complain about for the people that have watched Star Wars and I've just been reading. Which I hope is everyone. Which is everyone, basically. I'm not talking Whether to you them. like it or not. <laughs> basically, I'm talking to the listeners right now. So, like, it's because this has happened in the Marvel. In, you're probably not into the Marvels either. I do. I like superheroes. Oh, you do? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched all the Avenger movies, though. Like, I was very, like, old school, like, Batman and Robin kind of thing and Spider-Man. Like, yeah. all these new ones are, like, it's yeah. a little bit overwhelming because, like, literally every two months there's a new Avenger. And I'm like, yeah, are they all just coming out of nowhere? Like, what the fuck's going on here? And, like, yeah. Supergirl, calm down. We have a Superman. We don't need a Supergirl, you know? <laughs> Can she have another... Can she be something different? Like, I'm all for yeah, a female Avenger, but, like, can she not be exactly like Superman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Totally. So I'm just like, okay. 
Well, I rewatched all of the, I think this summer, because sometimes I get into like, and I feel like this is a moment in time that I feel where I don't really necessarily want to like focus on something new. I just want to rewatch something that I know and I don't like super have to pay attention, which is often, I guess. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, so I rewatched all of the X-Men's starting from the beginning and then I watched all of the Avengers. Anyway, so I just followed, I watched all of it basically. I think I just skipped uh, Iron Man because it's like, I'm not super into Iron Man. Do you watch the last uh, Wolverine? Oh yeah. Lo- the newest Wolverine? one that was, yeah. So that was good. fucked up. It was good. good. I watched that in theaters. It was really, really good. It was really good. But yeah. so, but then what happens in this thing, okay? And this is where it pisses me off because, like, they should know that, like, comic book fans are the most intense at, like, facts and details, right? <laughs> oh, and yeah. Right? And, like, there's huge discrepancies throughout the whole fucking movies where you're like, how did they let that happen if we all know that this happened in this other movie. You know what I mean? So that annoyed me. And then the same thing happened in Star Wars. Okay? So, like, spoiler alert. Like, obviously, I'm going to talk about what happens. Uh, like, fucking... So I'm, I watched... I wanted to watch them in, in like, the non-order. As in, like, start with episode one, which came out in 1999, right? And do one, two, three, and then four, five, eight. So then you have the prequels and then the, the original ones. But then... Aldo was like, no. <laughs> uh, and no. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, I don't care. So we watched the first three. And in the first three, uh, Leia and Luke are brothers and sister. They're siblings, right? And mm-hmm. they, so when Luke discovers that Darth Vader is his father, he then goes to Leia and is like, well, you knew our mother. Like, what, how, like, what? how was she and he, she was like oh I like she only knew her like I think she died when she was young and so she was like I only remember parts of her I just remember being really sad and like super beautiful so there's this like entire fucking scene where they talk about how Leia knows the mother okay and then you jump to the prequels and so it's like so it's all in parts of threes right so the three first movies then the other one so the third movie of the the ones that second came out batch. in the, yeah. the second batch, uh, Rever- Revenge of the Sith. <sighs> the, so then Padme, which is the mother, dies giving, not giving birth more or less, but kind of. So she dies when the, the, while giving birth. And I'm like, how can you allow such a huge discrepancy where in the original, Leia's like, yeah, I knew my mom. And now all of a sudden she like dies in childbirth and that's why darth vader is like no i killed my own love person and i was like this is so weird like did i get this wrong like i'm sure how are not people and i maybe that's why people really don't like the prequels that much like because i thought that was really weird (laughs) like (laughs) yeah but like i feel like when there's that many movies in like a series like that there's always going to be something that's off. Yeah, but... I know, but it shouldn't. I know. If I, just a random person in Montreal, Canada, can figure this out, you know what I mean? I know. I know. Then, like, imagine true fans. Imagine the Star Wars fans. Then most people are going to get angry. And then, like, 
And then I have other one more thing that's not about the plot at all, actually. It's just about like there's something that changed. Like it was very obvious from like the big the first like the first movie was filmed in like 1977 or something. So like a lot of it was like giant puppets and like people in suits and like everything was very like, you know, person to person. And I enjoyed that. Like Yoda was like a little fucking puppet person. Mm-hmm. And then like in the early 2000s we were obsessed with like what we could do with like special effects clearly and then all of a sudden like literally everything was special effects like Yoda wasn't real the stormtroopers weren't real at one point Ewan McGregor is in a in a shot and I look around and I'm like and then I go meta and I think about how they filmed it. And I'm like, he was literally alone in the, like, he was like by himself. And yeah. I don't know, that drove me a little crazy. Like that really annoyed me. But like when you think about it, special effects just came out then, right? Yeah, so so it was all the rage. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I don't remember being that annoyed in the latest uh, Star Wars. So I think they went kind of back to like, of course there's special effects, but I think they went back to, the basics ish because like i didn't watch all of the mandor mandalorian but i did notice in that one that there's like huge fucking puppet looking animals that i enjoyed so i feel like you can see the way that film has progressed watching those movies as well Definitely. oh yeah it's, so really- it's kind of cool yeah it's really crazy when you see like when you watch movies that are like big in a series and how much the film has changed and like the video quality and like what you can do in movies. But it's the same with like when you watch the OC (laughs) and how terrible the lighting is. I'm sorry, but you're in a dark room in the middle of the day and like, where's the sun? Like, or it's like 7 PM and it's like bright. You're like, okay. But or the sound and like the cutoff scenes. And then you go to a show that's on TV right now. Yeah. And you're like, look at the video quality and like, look at, you know what I mean? But I like, know. I find more and more when I, I notice these things in shows and movies. Yeah. And I'm like, can you just chill? Can you just watch the movie and start like thinking about how things were made all the time? Oh, like, I sometimes I find myself like, he just said he was going for lunch, but it's like 5 p.m. And oh, like, I do should that all the he be time. at work right now? Like, he should be at work. Like, why is he not working? Do they just get to take breaks anytime they want? Like, I'm like, it's TV. I do that Stop all the time. Me. I do that all the time. My, the one that drives me the most insane is when people are bartending. And then they have this entire scene where they're somewhere else or they're just like in the back room. And you're like, that would not, or <laughs> they just leave the leave work. Yeah. And you're like, no, you can't do that. First of all, you wouldn't have a job anymore. <laughs> this one uh, scene, I can't remember what it was, but I think I just like kind of quit watching it where the, the entire scene where she's bartending and all of a sudden she's like, let me give you a haircut in the back. <laughs> I was like, fuck off. <laughs> something like, like, uh, pretty little liars or maybe it was something like that. So but like, it's, it's things like that that I notice in stuff where I'm just like, right. I notice it more and more and more. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, just enjoy the show or the movie. Fuck. <laughs> like- you know what I do all the time lately is like, I do that meta thing. Like I just said with you and McGregor where like, I'm watching the show or I'm watching the movie and then it stick like for some reason I always ask myself like 
I wonder what scene they did to get the part. <laughs> like, I always think of, I'm like, was that it? Was that it? That's the scene. And then you think about how they're just like randomly in a room trying to be all like <laughs> dramatic or funny. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that's thinking like I don't think that far into it but like now I'm thinking about it being like damn like how do they get the parts like how do they pick this person to play that specific role constantly thinking about that but then you think about the actors that we were talking about a while ago how they can only play specific roles or like they're always playing the same person in every single movie or show yeah they're probably like you're a cop forever sorry you're just gonna be a cop yeah I know you're a cop (laughs) you're a cop or you're, t- or you just play one character for too long. So then you're like, no, you're, you're this character. Like you can't be something else. Like I've never did. Has um, Ellen Pompeo ever play another, sh- like while playing Grey's Anatomy? I don't think so. Does she even have the time? Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> she only did a dig once, where being like, "Yeah, like I needed more range or something," and she was like, "Get the fuck out of my face, dude!" <laughs> I've had a job for twelve years. What about you? Yeah, exactly. Consistent work. Consistent work. Like, why not? Anyway, and like they probably film over a certain amount of time, right? And yeah. then all that time you have off after, so right? Hang out with your peeps and stuff. Yeah. I'm into it. I don't mind. I would. I would. Dream job. <laughs> really? Film for three months consecutively in a row and then have like the rest of the year off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, X-Files. So I want to talk about, it's not even about the show, but I thought it was really funny. <laughs> it's not even about the show. I mean, okay. It's, about, it's not about the plot. Like it's not about okay. the storyline or anything. And like for you at home listening, I so we have this like joint notes thing, like that we like put notes about what we're gonna talk about, but like for some reason I just didn't want her to know what I wanted to talk about. You write that a lot, you're like this, and then my thoughts only in the podcast. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> or just like random words everywhere, and I'm like, I don't I'm just, I just not gonna respond. I don't need you to respond. I just need I'm like, yeah. Uh, I I would maybe want to talk about this. Like Edward Norton. I wrote that randomly. <laughs> I was like, are we going to be talking about Fight Club? Or I don't know. <laughs> no, it's because I saw him in a movie and I was like, oh yeah. Holy shit. That, he was one of my favorite actors. And that show Better Things. Okay. But you should watch that show. At least a couple episodes. Because okay. holy fuck. It blows my mind that show. Anyway. So X-Files. So this show was uh, filmed in the 90s, early 90s, right? So it's like like we were just talking about, like the 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 standards were a lot lower back then, I think. <laughs> because oh honestly, like I, so I'm on like season two at this point. Like that's what I watched to like fall asleep, and then I like stop watching it and fall asleep. <laughs> that's how it works um if you didn't know and the acting like is so bad sometimes (laughs) that i like don't understand how this show was so popular like i love it obviously because i'm watching it but also i'm watching it with like a slight disgust (laughs) like like 
But back then, if you watched it, if you watched it when it was on TV, you didn't know what good acting yeah. was. Now you I do. Guess. So and like, and it's just even him, like David Duchovny. There's like I don't know if it's because they were good together, but there's a couple episodes where she was missing. Uh, Jillian Jacobs? No, that's not. That's the other Jacob. <laughs> that's the other Jillian. Jillian something. Um, she was missing. And sorry, I started echoing again. And uh, he was on his own for like two episodes, and I was like, "Why is his acting so bad all of a sudden?" <laughs> and it's like he couldn't fucking act without her. It was so weird. Anyway, and then there's two other things. First of all, the amount of long coats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, long coats? Old cop shows? Holy shit. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. But I kind of love it. I'm like, I can't believe how many. Like, this is why I find so many long coats now at, like, Value Village. <laughs> because there were so many of them back in the night. People are like going through their closets now and they're like, yeah, I have to get rid of these. It's wild. No one wears these anymore. When all of a sudden they were like, it was just like shorter coats. And then it went shorter, shorter, shorter where it's like your stomach was showing. That was cool. Like in the early 2000s. Do you remember that? It was great. I You're like, okay, I don't, my stomach is okay. It doesn't need to be warm. It's fine. So stupid. And my third observation of X-Files is that I swear they add like uh, sound effects <laughs> like this the, and the most important one that I've noticed is that they like if it's like a silent walking and looking for some someone or whatever they add the 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 foot you can hear the footstep but it's clearly not his shoes you know (laughs) no but that's back in the day when they didn't have like such good cameras or mics that they could like actually record your feet on the ground too right like it was just like they have to record you walking but they couldn't record anything else so they had to sacrifice so like oh we could just add that in later and you're like well you can't but but like if we watched it when it first came out, yeah, not knowing what we know today, we would have not noticed these things. But now that we've seen all the good television and movies, we go back and we're like, what the fuck are they doing? But then you're like, ah, early 90s. <laughs> now you watch TV. And if you go back and watch old shows, like when I was talking about Veronica Mars and the OC. Oh, yeah. You you notice it now. You're like, Ew. but then back then you were like, this is normal. Like the OC. Even old episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I know. Old episode, like I was watching clips of old Grey's Anatomy, and I was like, "Jesus Christ, the lighting! It's like so. It's gray. Like everything's just like they put a gray filter over everything, and they're like, this is it. And now everything's so crisp and like True. you know. True. Even the surgeries look more realistic than back oh, in the day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, cause I'm like, what? I can't watch. Sometimes I'm like, no, nope. I could never be a doctor. I can never I would... be a doctor. Oh my god! Yeah, sure. I'm just gonna cut someone open and like rearrange their spine. Yeah, no way. No thing. <laughs> I'll pass. People coming with broken bones, I would faint really? immediately. 
like your foot like completely the wrong way <laughs> no uh not to like dig on literally all of the doctors in the world but they i think even in the show they mentioned that that you have to have a sort of like type of almost psychopathic <laughs> oh, for sure. part of 100%. Yourself, because you can't because like and of course, like you, like you have to completely shut down that part of you that's like feels for the other person, almost, you know. Yeah, but it's the same way for like criminal psychologists. Yeah, right. You can't get angry. You can't show emotion oh. when you're talking to them. Being like, you killed like fifty people. I scared to be. You can't mm-hmm. be scared. You know what I mean? So there's like. In every single job, I feel like there's like a job like that. I feel like you have to have something that like you can turn off where you're like, I'm going to just switch off and I'm ready to go. But I think that might be like, honestly, I think about it a lot because duh, but I think that's like our Leo side that has a hard time not being authentic because like when you think about like when I watch like interviews and you clearly know that the interviewer is completely against what the other person is saying, their face is completely stone cold and they're just sort of agreeing, but not right to, to allow the conversation to flow. And like, I'm like, I couldn't fucking do that. Like I couldn't, I would, it, but it would take my entire being to just be like, this is not what I (laughs) believe in. No, I could never, I couldn't. Yeah. I could not at all. Like I can't fake it till I make it. No, no way. I just make it. I try to just make it. <laughs> and if and if anybody's mad about it, I'm like, okay, sorry. Bye, Ronaldo. How I am. <laughs> oh my good lord. Uh, yeah. Well, but now I think I want to watch the X Files. Yeah, they're a great or... random show to put on. Or watch all the Avengers movies. I would. I think I would recommend all the Avengers movies first. The, it was a. It was a great ride. I highly enjoyed it when I did rewatch all of them. Um, Deadpool. Oh fuck! I love Deadpool, but I love Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds over Ryan Gosling any day. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, oh god, it's so good. And it's funny because in Deadpool, at the end, I think it was maybe. In the second movie, anyways, doesn't really matter. But at the very end, like in during the credits ish, kind of, they actually make fun of how there's so much fucking discrepancies in all of the fucking. It's like it's really funny because he Deadpool actually shows up. He appears in one of the earlier. Um, where was it in Wolverine? Wolverine and Deadpool fucking fight each other. And he dies. So then, and oh. then all of a sudden, there's this fucking Deadpool movie. So they like make fun of that, and you're like, "Oh, we're just gonna pretend that this didn't happen." <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, there's so many movies and so many things happening that, like, obviously people are gonna get upset because you're not following the trajectory of like the comic books or like the story. Exactly. But it's freaking Hollywood, man. They can funny. do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they want. just want to make money. They're like, what's going to make exactly. us money? Exactly. And did people watch it? Yes. thousand percent, yes. Yeah. Did they love it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. So it's like you weigh the pros and cons and you're like, yeah, you're not following the story, but there's a bunch of people. There's more than enough people who haven't read the comics exactly. and just want to watch it because it's or watch a new movie. movies and they're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Exactly. So there's always it's it's money. It's Hollywood. And they made money. Star so. Wars thing, though, I can't get over it. I kind of want to Google <laughs> and be like, am I the only one? For sure, I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. I'm pretty sure you can find forums <laughs> where people are like, what the actual fuck is going on? Did anyone see this? <laughs> 100%. There's another, actually, observation I realized about, um, about Star Wars. You're like... <laughs> Let me grab my notes. Um, that well, it also has to do with Joker, the last last Joker, with one of my other favorite actors, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, 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 Joaquin Phoenix. Um, where the trope of like angry white male. <laughs> Is like very kind of underlying like it really it kind of ding 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 when I was watching it because like Darth Vader was a Jedi before so he was with the good people and then he turned evil and then cut to the earlier the latest Star Wars that are coming out like now with Kylo Ren the same thing happens where he was a good guy well he was raised with the good guys and then yeah like so Darth Vader his name was Anakin Skywalker and like you can see that he's just this like young kid that just is not getting what he wants and is then angry about it and then starts killing everyone you know what I mean and then kind of dawned on me I was like "Ooh, that's like a little meta you know (laughs) like Hmm. The guy not getting what he yeah. wants and getting angry about it? Weird. Yeah. That's so and then killing everyone about it. And it's, it's, it's weird. It's so weird that never happens. <laughs> no, ever. Like, ever. When men get angry and not their way, they're just like, oh, well, it's life. life. And they move on. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that wild? But yeah. So that- I could just picture you watching movies and shows now with like a notebook <laughs> and like they'll be doing something else, but then something will happen. You're like, I need to write this down. <laughs> I need to talk about this. this I'm so happy we have this podcast because, like, I've had I've been having these thoughts for years <laughs> and with no one to fucking talk about. Like, I've been dying to talk about. Like, for years, I've been dying to talk about how um, TV reality is a great place to study human uh, human nature, but like the what not to do to be a good human being. <laughs> Oh my god like, people are like yeah but it's fake but i'm like yes but those people are literally insane you can see that they're not well so like like it's so fascinating to me that i did that where i was like well i can't afford therapy so i'll go to like five sessions and then somehow observe everyone around me to like see what i shouldn't do and then i would watch intervention and do the same thing <laughs> Oh my Intervention God. was huge because they were like, uh, look at this person. They're into drugs and then cut back. Oh, guess what? They were traumatized. Big fucking surprise. You know, 
like, yeah. oh. And then you would see the family dysfunction. Anyways, for me, it was a great place to really like study. Oh yeah, reality TV is insane. Yeah. It's like you can't stop watching because you're like, why? I need to watch more of this. Yeah. Oh, it's like, you're like why, why are wrong? people like this? It's literally like, why are people like this? <laughs> we, and you keep watching and you're like, why are, why why are you, you keep like, doing this to yourself? No. Like, do you not think before you speak, before you act, before anything? Like, But that's the problem now should- is because now it's like, well, what can I say to have camera time, which is a whole other monster? Yeah. Oh, excuse, hey, by the way, 90 Day Fiance. I did have not watched all the seasons like you thought I had. And um, I always go, I always backtrack. Like I always go like late last season and then go, because then it gets dated a little. But um, apparently, so we were at the last season. There's a new season that just came out and there, I've seen million memes already about the the because there's one couple that people are like going insane <laughs> is it, what, season seven or season i don't know but it's this like super short stocky dude that has like literally no neck <laughs> have you seen <laughs> have you seen that oh, and then the girl shows up at the airport and she's like <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> who the fuck are you that's so well, terrible. I'm really excited about this. Uh, <laughs> we have, I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to pack and then I'm going to watch 98 Fiance. Oh really great brain food television, you know? <laughs> we're, we're watching like season three or something. I picked a random season. It's so good because you can walk it and just so continuously cringy. watch it for no reason other than to watch it. And then you can like, it's so cringy. It's so cringy. Oh my god! And sometimes it's obvious, like that they're doing it for the like that, like someone told them, "Okay, you should talk about this right now," and you're like, "Oh," <laughs> but it's still cringy. Anyway, so I think that's a good break. So bad. To stop. Ninety Day Fiance vibes. All around. Uh-huh. Um. Just reality TV show in general. Yeah. Do you have any parting words? Not really. No, that's, that's it. it. I hope you enjoyed. No, that's I it. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we uh, have a lot of fun choosing the titles of our <laughs> episodes. Uh, I can't wait to see which one this is going to be. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, as per usual, like, subscribe. No, that's on YouTube. Uh, I'm getting yeah, my, I'm getting my no, you can. Rate review. You can't subscribe. No, well, you can subscribe, but it's rate or review here on the podcast world. You can't like anything or comment anything. Anyways, um, no. yeah, share it on your own platform if you feel like it, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.